When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Destiny Show Podcast, part of the Robots Radio Network, live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Robots Radio presents... Hello, Guardians, and welcome to the Destiny Show podcast, part of the Robots Radio Network. We welcome Red Queen, one of the most positive streamers in the Destiny community. She's a Raid Sherpa, Destiny Twitch streamer, six days a week, and one of the coolest creators in our community. She also recently attended Bungie's summit that took place earlier this month, and, well, technically last month and we're going to learn much more about red queen talk about the future of destiny 2 shadow keep expansion delays and the latest news from bungie and we'll begin by welcoming my co-host shadow price how is your week going hey it's going pretty good um just been super busy uh haven't really had to play had a chance to play much of destiny actually this week i've only been able to like get in there once and try solstice and i think i got like the original the green set and i haven't gotten any further because i've just been so busy with everything else but i will definitely jump in you know later this week and everything so but yeah i'm here happy to be here as always we also welcome a really awesome person in our community and uh, Red Queen, thank you so much for being on with us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I was looking yeah. forward to it. I know we talked about it a while back. Uh, and then we were just trying to get our date, our dates and our time in together. And I was like, oh, yay. I finally get to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's such an really honor to too. get a chance to hang out with you. And you're one of the most positive content creators that I've come across in our community. And you're such a hardworking person, such great ethics, and you do so many positive things for the Destiny community. So I'm really excited to get a chance to hang out and talk to you. And I'm so happy for you that you got a chance to experience something very cool by visiting Bungie not too long ago. So we're going to talk about 
so many things tonight, and I'm so excited to welcome you to our podcast. And before we begin, I want to remind everyone that you can find the Destiny Show podcast on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Anchor, and the list goes on. You can also find us on the web at www.destinyshow.com. And also, we are part of the Robots Radio Network, a group of amazing gaming podcast that you should definitely check out at robotsradio.net. And today, we're going to put Red Queen on the hot seat. We're going to learn much more about Red Queen. And if you don't know Red Queen, Red Queen is one of the most uh, hardest working streamers in our community she's very positive and she's also a raid sherpa she has a twitch community that's growing every single week and she is always playing destiny and always helping people complete raids and various activities so we're really excited to learn more about red queen tonight and we're going to put you on the hot seat so um i hope that you're ready oh yes Throw it at me. What you got? All right. So let's begin. So how did you get started in the Destiny community? How did you get started playing the game? Um. So uh, back in D1, I started playing. Actually, I was playing Black Ops with some friends. And uh, uh, it was Miss Sexy Sparkles and Newberry. And Miss Sexy Sparkles told us about Destiny. And they're like, hey, you should really try it out. And I was like, okay. No, I'm going to. Uh, let me go check this out. At first, I was like, no, I ain't shooting no aliens. And then uh, they were like, but you should really try it. You should really try it. So we got the game D1 uh, for D1 and we played it and I was hooked. I was hooked so hard on this game. Uh, and and basically it, it's kind of funny because if I would have, if I would have listened to myself, I probably would have never bought the game, but I'm really glad that they, like, they basically was like, you're getting the game. So when I got it and I started playing it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you guys made me play this game because it's the best game ever. So I'm 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 pretty excited. I, I just uh, let's see. I, after that, um, after that initial experience for Destiny, I think I honestly I think a lot of people when they play it for the first time, they're like, oh, my God, I love this game. So that's basically how I got into it. That's so funny. There's like so many familiar stories where like all dragged in kicking and screaming somehow yeah. you know, by some mm -hmm. friend or something. And, you know, we were like playing Call of Duty before. Same with us. We were playing uh, Black Ops and uh, Black Ops 2 and Ghosts and everything. So, you know, we we definitely were in that. I've also played Halo and everything, too. So I already knew Bungie games were like really good. And but mm -hmm. yeah, just the shooting and everything like it's just top notch. Like you knew that from day one. That kind oh, yeah. of hooked yeah. yeah, the game the game has a way of hooking you and like keeping you coming back, keeping you drawn in, you know. And there's mm -hmm. I mean, I know, you know, just like every game, it has its moments where it goes through a little bit of dryness and stuff, but they always come back with a with a big swing and they always draw you back into it again. So I'm very thankful for the game. The game has changed my life. I've made a lot of friends on it. I've met a lot of really good people. And uh, this game directed me in, into getting into Twitch as well. I found my husband on this game. Yeah. Uh, my best friend is on this game. So, yeah, it, it's it's a blessing to have been able to start playing this game because I feel like a lot of good has come out of it. 
it's so funny. Yeah, we have so much to thank for this game and everything. But I mean, this community like you know, developed from this game and everything too. Like we all kind of banded together and everything, you know. And it's it's really awesome. Just like everybody's just so you know, you know, everybody's so friendly and everything. You know, willing to help each other out and you know, people got like you said, got their Twitch careers started. You know, on here. Oh yeah, like, and yeah. When I um when I started this game, I never thought that I'd be on Twitch. And then I never thought I would make a partner. And then I never thought I'd go to Bungie. And then on top of that, I never thought I'd create the stream team that I've created. The stream team that I have, they're absolutely amazing. I uh, they you know, it's like it's like you said, if you be positive and you be good to other people and you bring them with with you once you, you know, once you take that step up. Uh, they, the stream team has just, oh my God, it's grown like wildfire. It's full of so many positive and wonderful streamers. And I'm pretty freaking proud of that. I think if there's one thing that I'm extremely proud of, it's the community and the stream team, uh, that we've been able to create through a bunch of positive and just wonderful people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's like five years playing this game. You know, it's like, I've never, mm -hmm. I haven't played any game for five years like straight <laughs> so yeah. i mean that's amazing in its own right oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. in come shadow keep it's just going to get even better and that's that's <laughs> what's so awesome about it shadow keep is going to be nuts like i know i know everybody has seen some of the trailers and stuff that's dropped and stuff like that but i have to say bungie is really good about uh, listening and giving us what they want. I think that they work really hard behind the scenes and some things are a little tougher uh, to give than others. But I think at the end of the day, their game means, it means a lot to them and it's their blood, sweat, and tears. They put a lot of hard work into this game. And um, kudos to them because they created a game where I'm able to play with friends and find joy uh, through being able to play with friends and interact. And it's a beautiful game. So, uh, I, I think Shadow Keep is going to be absolutely amazing. That's so true. I totally agree. Yeah, I think every time you think that Bungie isn't going to meet their mark, they always find a way to surprise you and delight you as a player. And it's the little things that they do that are so special. And when you look at the big picture of Destiny as a franchise, I think they've built a really amazing game and not only a game, but a really amazing community that's stronger than any community in any other game that I've ever experienced. I think that it's a testament to how Bungie is able to bring people together in a way that no other platform can. Yeah, that's true. I think so. I think I, I don't know. I think a lot of people, a lot of people play the game for different reasons. I think a lot of people, I think the majority of the people who play the game, they're looking for friendships and they're looking to uh, have memories and enjoy the game and have a lot of fun while they're playing it. And I think you're, you guys are exactly right. I think the game is just, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful game. They designed it very well and I'm going to play it for as long as they allow. Yeah. Absolutely. And on that note, how has Destiny impacted your life and who you are as a person today? 
I think that so that's such a that's such a hard question. Um, how has it impacted me? It has definitely gave me a newfound respect um, for the the kind of hard work that they've put into the game, but also impacted me. I would say it's made my life better. Like I started playing this game uh, with friends. I've ended up making more friends than I can absolutely have ever dreamed of having. I make more friends every day. Um, I got my husband through this game. I met him through this game. Um, and on top of that, it's gotten me through some really tough times, you know. So I, I, I'd say the biggest way that it impacted me was it just showed me a different side to people and showed me the good side of people. And it showed me that, you know, there's people like me uh, every single day that they look for for a way to get on stream and to just kind of blow off some steam or they get on stream to look for friends because real life isn't going that great at the moment. I know when I was going through all the things that I was going through, I would get on the game during the day and I would play um, because I went through a divorce at the beginning of the game. And uh, being able to play the game and actually get away from that reality helped so I, I think it's had a really positive impact on me, to be honest with you. I think it I think that uh I think that I'll always have those memories of what it's done for me. And I think that's why I keep coming back. That's really well said. And yeah, that's awesome that Destiny was a way for you to cope with dealing with so many challenges that life can throw at you and yeah destiny is very much that game that that's almost like your escape and i don't know if you guys remember but bungie gave out a exotic weapon to a terminally ill destiny player i think it was called fate of all fate fools, of all fools. If i'm not mistaken yep. and they gave that away to a uh, terminally ill patient who was a big fan of the game. That was so cool for them to do something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, they were the only person, people that had the weapon, you know, besides Bungie, who probably, you know, created it and everything. So that, that was very, very kind and special for them to do. Definitely. Yeah. So, Red Queen, how did you get started on Twitch as a streamer? And why did you choose Twitch as your platform? So my husband and my best friend, uh, well, actually, it was my best friend, to be honest with me, with you. She told me about Twitch and she was like, uh, you need to check it out. She said, you can watch people play the games. You can watch people play PvP. Because um, back in D1, I was a big PvP player. I love Trials. Like, I play Trials all the time. Yes, yes. And uh, so I got on, and I started looking, and that's how I found my husband. <laughs> he was playing Trials in D1. <laughs> and I was making fun of him. I mean, we still do the same thing to each other today. But I, we we ended up getting married. Uh, and then, when, you know, one day he was like, you should really try streaming. I'm like, heck, no, I'm not streaming. You're out of your mind. I am not doing that. And he was like, do it, queen. And I was like, well, if I stream, I'm doing it without a camera. So I started without a camera. And then I was like, eh, maybe I'll add a camera. And I added a camera. And then it was like, bam. It was like I was addicted. And I loved it. And I love meeting new people every day. Uh, and it didn't feel like a job. It felt like it was just something to have fun with, you know. And I think 
that is why I've loved it so much is because I don't treat it as a job. It's not my job. Um, I, I cannot tell people, like I tell people all the time, if you're looking to be a full-time streamer and make lots of money, it's, it's probably not going to happen. You're not going to be able to make, you're not going to be able to make your living off of, uh, off of Twitch. And if you do, you're going to have to be someone like Ninja. And it's just yeah, most of the time. It, yeah. It doesn't work out that way sometimes, unfortunately. So I always said, I was like, if I ever get to feel in the pressure of not being able to stream full time, I'll go get a job. I'll never put that on the community. And, uh, I think having that kind of mindset going into it is what's kept me, uh, happy. You know what I mean? Like I don't stress and I don't worry. And I don't, I mean, it's just, it's just fun for me. Every day I get to get on the stream and play and have fun with my friends, talk to the community and just enjoy it and have a good time. But yeah, it was, it was mostly my husband that got me into it. He, um, he was like, you should do it. You're super funny. And he's like, I think you'll do very well. Uh, and I'm really glad he did. I'm glad that he, uh, pushed me towards doing it because I think, I think it's opened up the door and, uh, it's definitely been a very positive thing for me. I mean, there's been hiccups along the way. I just like regular things in life every single day. But for the most part, the, my community uh, is just wonderful. And now with the stream team behind me as well, they are phenomenal. Team Ascend is great. And I'm very thankful that, you know, that it's led me to where I am today. Very cool. Now, what exactly is a stream team? So a stream team, <laughs> it can be it can be thought of a lot of a lot of things. Um, a lot of people go to stream teams because they you know they want to help each other grow or they want to help grow their communities. It's like a it's like a a great way to network with other streamers to help grow your community and help them grow theirs. With the stream team that I created, I wanted to see Ascend become uh, not only a a big and wonderful and like flourishing stream team. But I also wanted it to feel like a family and be super positive and uh, be be able to have people feel good when they're in the team. And not only that, but just really support each other. Really People helping people. Exactly. People helping people. So that was one of my visions for the stream teams. I know a lot of different stream teams are different. You know, they uh, basically host out to each other, support each other. You know, we'll go and uh, check in on each other's chats and send our communities over to each other. So it's... It's basically networking, but you're doing it with friends and you're making friends in the process. So you're building a really strong community. I know a lot of my community members are now very familiar with the stream team and uh, it helps my teammates out and I'm completely okay with that. So that's basically what a stream team does. That's really awesome. It sounds like a great way to have content creators come together and help support each other and to grow their communities through other great content creators. That's it's a really awesome uh, community to create. Yeah, I think so. I think the thing about it is uh, the, way, the way things have been on Twitch and other platforms, networking is kind of like the bad word. And I think a lot of people, it's, it's been given a, a bad name. But uh, you can network with people and help them out and uh, still become a part of their communities. Basically, you're showing other people, hey, I really care about your community. I want to see you grow. You know, and, and, and you just become friends. And once you build that friendship, they, they think the same way back to you. And it, it, 
it's like almost unites you and makes you that much stronger together. So that's basically what a string team is. It's it's full of it's full of family. So what's a typical uh, Red Queen stream like? <laughs> you get three things with me. <laughs> you get sass. <laughs> you get a lot of sass. <laughs> Crazy. And um, you get a lot of giggles. <laughs> like, that's probably the three top things. Sassy, crazy, and giggles. I can be bossy, too, sometimes. I can be pretty bossy. You know. <laughs> but uh, I'm bossy in a good way. Yeah. So, you play Destiny. So, what other games do you like to stream? Um, so, I actually enjoy Borderlands. I really love Borderlands. Borderlands is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so you're really looking forward to uh, September 13th. Then. Yes, that's why when Destiny said that they weren't released until October, I was like, oh, I got two weeks on Borderlands. That's what every streamer <laughs> said. Like, I watched so many, like, reaction videos, and everybody was like, Bromance, like, oh, my God, I can play Borderlands for three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for Borderlands. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good. But also, like I said, you know, I just want Bungie to make sure that they have it right. And if they need two more weeks to do so, then bam, I'm happy. Yeah, I think uh, taking their time to get it right, make sure that, you know, the product is nice and polished. And just to be able to take those extra two weeks to polish uh -huh. on it, I think is huge. Oh, yeah, 100%. I completely agree. Because, you know, the long, the more that they... Um, that they uh, take their time. I feel like they have a, a little bit more time to work out the kinks too as well. As Like like we were talking about before with Crosssave coming out, you know there's going to be some things that they're going to have to fix and adjust with that. So I think they're giving themselves a little bit of lead way to say, okay, let's get Crosssave taken care of. Once we get Crosssave taken care of, then boom, we can drop the game and then whatever flies out at us then, we can focus on fixing that. Right. Yeah, that's really smart. And it's interesting that they, they're launching, like, not in September. You can clearly see this was an Activision thing and everything. Because it's like, now, you know, we're taking the time and we're going to be launching in October. And it's, this is like the first, like, major DLC expansion or anything Bungie has released, like, not not released in September. Like, so that's it's interesting. Yeah, 100%. With them being in, you know, control of their own, you know, game, their own destiny and everything. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I think it gives them the extra leeway to delay the game, which I think if they have to delay the game, that's always the smartest idea. It's never a good idea to release a product when it's not fully ready. And will there be some players who are upset about this? Maybe. But overall, I think the majority of the players will be understanding about it and would rather have a slight delay in the game coming out than the game coming out broken or incomplete or less than what Bungie would expect for their game to release with. Right. Yeah. And I'm just having the peace of mind to know that, you know, to take that extra time to, to get it right and everything, you know, but just to get those kinks worked out like you said you know implement the cross save early and then look for bugs and then squash those bugs and be ready for october 1st that's right 100 yeah. 
So, Red Queen, what do you do when you're not streaming or playing Destiny? Mm. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay, so <clears throat> I've not told any of my uh, community this, so if they're not here today, then they'll probably never hear this, so I, can, I guess it's okay for me to say it. Um, <laughs> something that I really like doing when I'm not playing Destiny or if I'm if I'm not streaming, um, I like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn nice. on the music in the house and I'll get, like get in front of the mirror. And I also like doing TikTok videos. <laughs> my my kids love those. <laughs> I love TikTok videos, so I'll make TikTok videos and then I'll like dance in front of the mirror and sing and stuff. You know, pretend like I'm the person singing it. I don't know. It's I know it's weird. It's extremely weird, but it's just something that I enjoy doing and. I just had to tell him myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that on the show. Destiny Show yeah. podcast exclusive. <laughs> People who aren't here, they're, you know, they're lost and everything. <laughs> yeah, they're not ever finding out. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're ratting me out in Discord right now, which they probably are. <laughs> So do you ever break out the Just Dance or anything like that? No, I thought about doing Just Dance as a fun as a fun stream one time, <laughs> but then I was like, "Eh, I don't know if Just Dance is like really good for me, you know?" Because I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it'll work out. I think I'd be made fun of more than like actually have fun. <laughs> <laughs> And so yeah. And then also I collect rocks. Wow. Yeah, I'm a rock. What, what kind of rocks do you collect? Is, is well, like... I like the I like the crystal things, like the crystal little pretty rocks, like the uh purple and the blue. Like anything that looks that looks different and weird. Like, like the ones you'd see in the dreaming city, kinda like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a rock collector. Cool. I love rocks. Very cool. Yeah. I would have never known that. <laughs> I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then if I if I if I if I'm bored, I'll get in Discord and completely aggravate the mods. Like I, I aggravate my mods all the time. My mods are like my really good friends, so I'll get in there and I'll literally drive them bananas. Um, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's that's about that's about everything that I do. Probably I think. You know, it's pretty much me. Now, who inspired you the most in the Destiny community and why? Oh, God. <sighs> who inspired me most in the Destiny community? That's a hard question because there's a lot of people. <sighs> I feel like that's a don't touch that say one person's name question. <laughs> I will tell you this. The Destiny community as a whole was so open and accepting to me that they 100% like just blew me away with how supportive they were. Um, I didn't just have one person. I had so many come to me, talk to me about making partner, explain to me what I can expect, uh, host me, just come into my channels and hang out. I mean... I just had so many people. Uh, it would be hard to just choose one because I couldn't believe the people that I had in my corner. 
especially, you know, my community and my mods and my friends and my husband and then the community, Destiny community streamer wise as well. Like they, it's just hard. I would not ever be able to pick out one person. Never. That's an acceptable answer. The Destiny community. That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. Can't go wrong with that one. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, it, it, because like I said, there's so many people who reached out and helped. Um, that I just, I don't think I could choose one. And I choose life. <laughs> <laughs> I say someone's name and now I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm just going to plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, okay. Now for our live audience, if you do have any questions, Red Queen, type them in chat and we will... Uh, answer your questions live on the show. I think somebody asked a question. They said, "Why did uh, Azrael Sword said, why does Queen <laughs> troll? Why do I troll? Why do you troll? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> when I, I've done it since I was little. I think it's just something that is like built in me. My family, we grew up always pranking each other and always like doing silly things to each other. And it was probably, I think it's probably for the memories and just to kind of like pick at my friends and pick at my community. So honestly, I think now it's become such a habit that it's just one of those things that I do. You know, it's like second mm -hmm. nature. Hey, if you didn't pick on them, you wouldn't like them. So, you know, exactly. If I, I didn't pick it. on them, I wouldn't like them. Exactly. I ain't yeah. trolling you. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Stitch the Panda asking, what makes Queen happy? Um, brownie, milkshakes, and burritos. Good, good choice. Mm, what yeah. kind of burritos? Bean burritos. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I really, I like the um, ultimate caramels from Starbucks. I'm, I'm a fan of those. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hooked on I those. I love coffee. I love the smell of coffee. I could, I could literally smell coffee all day. It smells so good. Coffee yes. smells really good. I have yep. a soft spot for sushi, fortunately. Oh, I That's love my thing. Yes. Sushi, and I would probably say Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, yes. Hands down. How do you, how do you say that, Ben and Jerry's? That's the best ice cream. I wish I could give you a fist bump right now because that's <laughs> totally like Ben and Jerry's. You're speaking really much. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's. What flavor, Queen? Um, Rocky Road. Nice. It has to be Rocky Road everything. I I'm think a, even the generic great value, <laughs> I'd still say Rocky Road. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a half baked kind of kind of person. Oh, that's what second likes. Second likes half baked. Yep, I love the cookie dough. Love it. And of course, Cherry Garcia. Like that's like that's my next one. And I, I know that's Corn's favorite, so. Oh. Cherry Garcia all day. Absolutely. All day? Oh, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. I could do it all day. Like, literally, I, <laughs> I have done it all day. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't advise it, but, you know, sometimes yeah. you have those days. <laughs> sometimes you have that day when you just want to have ice cream. And you know what? Fuck it. Have some ice cream. Exactly. Exactly. Starhawk asks why does queen never have raid banners 
Queen. That's great. Spend my money to get raid banners. <laughs> Not, I know. I'm always expecting. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> expecting somebody to drop one, and they normally do. When I'm in the menagerie, I'm like, all right, who's gonna be, who's gonna do it? Who's gonna drop the banner. <laughs> I I uh, I'm broke half the time though, so half the time I can't afford it. Like I'm doing good just to afford to be able to like raid. You know, <laughs> raid banners are expensive. <laughs> Yeah. The economy has gotten pretty tough with yeah. Callus demanding so many glitters yeah. so every everything. week. Everything. Shards, everything. Yeah. all our materials. It's like really? I'm re- I really dry. have a hard time affording stuff. You know? <laughs> I need more Destiny money. I need How are you in your vault? Money. Do you hoard, do you hoard things uh, in your vault? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. No, actually, actually, my vault is extremely clean. It's like really clean. Like I am, I am so good at deleting stuff out of my vault. It's, it's like if you go in there, you'd be like, "Oh my god, Queen, this is so." And I'm so lying to you guys right now because I know that they're about to go off and chat because my <laughs> my my um my vault is terrible. <laughs> Do you have uh, streams where you're just deleting stuff? <laughs> no. I go in there their eyes start twitching and so I try to stay away from my vault as much as possible <laughs> thank god for Tim because they can't see it every single day <laughs> every 30 days or so I end up having to go through my vault it, it becomes an event because everything is full by that point and I like I wait until that last minute where I really can't hold anything else it keeps like giving me warnings that my postmaster is full uh-huh. and and then the anxiety sets in and... anything around <laughs> then I literally sit there for like two three hours I interrogate shadow price on different loadouts and builds and I get it done but it, it takes a while to clean out your postmaster especially when you're full play destiny so much uh-huh. on all three characters that it it becomes overwhelming and those freaking prime engrams like i keep getting them all the time i don't have the time to open them i'm sorry that's i that's me i i am i it <laughs> i'm just gonna Let's move on from the vault talk before they start rioting. Right. We got we another have question, a from question from Xpure. Yeah. Oh, okay. God. And yep. Xpure wants to know what would Queen be doing today if she never got into streaming? Good question. Yeah, Thank you for, that's for that. That's crazy. Um, what would Queen be doing today if she never got into streaming? Working at the UPS store and still hating life. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd mean, <laughs> be working at a UPS yeah. store, making next to nothing, and not liking my boss. I did not like my job. I love the UPS. I love working for them, but I did not like where I worked. So, mm-hmm. and it makes a difference when you don't like your job. It takes a toll on you. You know. That, so. That is super true. I'd be miserable because I wouldn't have none of my fam. <laughs> uh, and we got another question from Azrael. Um, why did you name the stream team Ascend? 
because I wanted the team to lift each other up. I wanted everyone to lift each other up and to ascend, uh, to become. I knew, I knew, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, become to lift everybody hive. up. <laughs> yeah, I wanted us to take over the world. <laughs> That's an awesome answer. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to be able to lift each other up and just you know become a good team in uh, like a family and just be basically set a, a a standard of just being positive and loving and caring for each other. So I wanted to it to lift each other up. Basically, exactly what it means. And uh, I like that name. It's a good name. Yeah, I think I send this in the name too. <clears throat> I actually have help, had help with my mods from that. They actually helped me get that name. So my mods are awesome. We got a question from Jarv. Jarvi, <laughs> is there anything Red Queen regrets <laughs> she has done slash not done in Destiny or and in Twitch? <sighs> Good question. Yes. I regret that I have not been able to win movie of the week. And as far as Twitch is concerned, I wish I wish I was better at explaining things on Twitch. I wish I could I wish I could make it to where I'm better at explaining things, I guess. I wish I was better at that every day. I'm yeah. always like tripping over my words when I'm trying to explain something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, w I wish I would have learned a lot of the lessons that I learned earlier on Twitch. Because um, I think it would have it would have saved me a lot of heartbreak in, in uh, doing or making some of the mistakes I made. So I think um, that if I could change it or if I could go back and do it again, uh, I would have approached a lot of things differently. And, uh, but mo one of those things is definitely being able to explain things better. I think I'm, I'm I think I'm a terrible explainer. <laughs> I can, I can relate to some of that. Like, yeah. I mean, some things I'm really good at explaining other things, not so much. I mean, anything destiny, I'm, you know, I can, I'm pretty good at explaining, but you know, it's just, I don't know if, I can't remember, like, you know, certain things that I just, you know, did yesterday or whatever, you know. It's like, awful bad, you know, just forgetting things, too. You know, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast. Like, my memory's <laughs> horrible. Uh, story of my life. That's me, too. I'm terrible at remembering things. I, I forget. I forget things all the time that I say on stream, and then later they're like, but you said, do you guys know I forget? <laughs> And yeah, and then they play the stream back for you. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I did say that. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I forgot to do my updates on my consoles <laughs> today. <laughs> now I'm catching so much crap from my console people, and rightfully so. But I honestly, truly, I just really forget sometimes. Oh, and yeah. and you got so many things going through your mind. Like those things sometimes slip. So I am. I wish I was, like I said, I wish I was better at explaining, but also wish I was better at remembering things too. So I think that's one of the things I should say. Do you play on all three? Like I do. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Girl, <laughs> save can't get here fast enough. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, <laughs> million dollar question. 
uh-huh. which character are you going to bring forward with you once cross play or cross save becomes available? Which character or which platform? Which platform are you going to bring forward? PC. Okay. Yeah. I got Is a lot of guns on PC. Yeah, I play, I play PC, PC the most. Uh, Xbox I've had the longest I've had since D1. But PC, I have more... Uh, I have I have I have all of my guns and stuff on it, and I don't want to change that. So I'm going to be PC. Yeah, same. same I yeah. pretty much moved to PC almost exclusively once we built our PCs, and once the game came out, and we mm-hmm. just never really went back to consoles. Occasionally, oh, yeah. we'd go back and play some of the old D1 content, but. Yeah, because I miss doing that stuff. Right? Like, <clears throat> I just Destiny. love those raids. I love the D1 raids. Yeah. yeah, the raids. So good. I think Destiny 1 had some of the best experiences and the best strikes and the best music that we got in the entire franchise. Like, Destiny 1 was very special to me. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was happy. I was happy with Trials. You know, Destiny 1 was, it was, it was such a... Like, I have that nostalgia feeling sometimes where you just want to go back and play, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, I remember, like, taking Icebreaker in the trials and, like, having, like, a 25-kill game using Icebreaker and everything, you know? And just using those weapons again. It's oh, yeah. A lot of fun. I mean, eventually they will come to Destiny 2. I, I, I fully believe Icebreaker will come and Galhorn and stuff. It's just a matter of time. One day we can hope. I, if they ever told me they were bringing back Icebreaker, I think I'd pass out and be like, "Yeah, I love Icebreaker." <laughs> yeah, Icebreaker is my favorite exotic in Destiny. <clears throat> yeah, it's a tie between Icebreaker and Galhorn for me. Red Queen, what's your favorite exotic in the entire Destiny franchise? Good segue. I think. Honestly, I mean, Icebreaker. I loved Icebreaker. I agree. Yeah. Do you remember using it on the Archon Priest mm-hmm. Strike? Oh, so good. I remember, I remember that. And I also remember when uh, Special got nerfed and everybody started using Icebreaker in Trials. Yeah, especially in Crucible. Yeah, in Trials. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. I loved it. <laughs> oh, such good I times. I loved it. Yep, I had my highest kill match uh, with Icebreaker in Trials. Or so. How many was it? Twenty-five. Twenty-five in a match. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the mini sparrow. <laughs> that mini sparrow is—it's not a weapon, but mini sparrow is just—it's amazing. Definitely. And we have another question from Janadora. What does Queen feel is her biggest accomplishment in the Destiny community? Thank you for that question. Great question. Thank you. Um, honestly, I I would have to say making a lot of really good friends, making a lot of really good friends with memories. I think that's my greatest accomplishment. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter about the numbers that you hold. It doesn't matter about uh, whether or not you're making a lot of money, and it doesn't matter if you're the number one on the top of the streaming directory what matters is if you are having a positive impact 
on your friends and your community and also just making memories and enjoying enjoying being where you are, appreciating what you have. So I think my greatest accomplishment is definitely making friends and um, making wonderful memories. Yeah. Yeah, it's well a very said. social game. Like, you know, like Bungie created a very social game. And <clears throat> for people to go out and make the friendships that they have and everything, you know, it's just it's it's just very, you know, it's what the developers like I think they maybe they didn't intend at first, but you know, it's kind of molded into that. Right. So. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. So to Briefly segue away from Destiny. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite kind of music? I love mm, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac has been uh, one of my favorite for like ever since I was a, a, a young girl. Uh, my grandmother and my mom used to play it. Uh, we'd go riding in the woods and stuff, and um, and we would, especially towards like dark, we would just go riding, and we would see the you know, see the different wildlife and stuff and be listening to the music. And it's just a lot of fond memories is, is, is with Fleetwood Mac. And I think um, Rhiannon is my favorite song. So. Ooh, Fleetwood Mac nice. Is so you like Stevie Nicks then? Oh my God, yes. She's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I Honestly, I think after what she went through with her voice, I think her voice was even better afterwards. Her voice mm. was amazing. I like Landslide a lot. Oh yeah, landslide is a good, very good song. Leland Mac is their bay. I like yeah, I like some of that too. The classics. <clears throat> Can't go so, wrong with classics. Any other any other music? Um I really don't have a preference. I love everything. I love country, I love rock, I love rap, I love classical, I love oldies, I love R and B, I love pop. I love baby making music. Yeah, I love all of it. (laughs) (laughs) I like all of them. That's awesome. Now, for our live audience, if you have any additional questions you want to ask Red Queen, make sure to put them in the chat box and we'll make sure to answer them live on the show. Um, and in the meantime, we're going to continue the conversation. And Red Queen, you recently attended Guardian Con. Uh-huh. And what would you say were your favorite moments from your trip? Meeting everybody. Getting to hug everyone's necks that I have made friends with. I think, I think the connection to your friends, and especially your friends who, you know, like your community, your friends who stream... I think it's a wonderful feeling because you get to see them in person. You get to hug them in person. You get to um, interact with them. And actually, I just I think that it's like one big family reunion is what it feels like. Except you have all the good feels, you know, like when I leave Guardian Con, I wish (laughs) so bad that a lot of us live close to each other so that we could just hang out all the time because being a military wife and me and my husband being, you know, having to move a lot and stuff, it's so hard to make friends in real life, like outside of the game and outside of my community, besides seeing someone on a screen, like here where I live at now, 
it's really hard for me to make friends, especially when people ask you, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I'm a streamer on Twitch. And they're like, huh? What is that? Or they're like, oh, you're a video game nerd. You know what I mean? So. Mm. Yeah, I'm same for me when I went to Guardian Con, just getting to meet people and everything, meet the creators. And, you know, it's, it's it was super awesome. You know, we meet the people that you play with and everything, too. I, I met our friend uh, Joker and everything for the first time when I went to Guardian Con. Well, it was still called Destiny Con at the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's meeting people. I think that's what I... I mean, just being able to see people in person. I think that's I think that's the biggest thing about Carnegie Con. Yeah. The karaoke was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, that, karaoke uh, was great. <laughs> what, what, you went to karaoke, too? Yeah, it's all karaoke. <laughs> nice. How do you not karaoke. go to karaoke? I like, can't remember the name the of bomb. The- I can't remember the name of the place, but it was, you know, it was like, it was in Tampa, like when, you know, I went to the one that was in Tampa, but it was a lot of fun. (laughs) From what I remember. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we have another question from Vagabondo. Uh Thank you for your question. Will changing Guardian Con to GamesCon or Gaming something Expo? Uh-huh. Will it change the event for you? No. It won't change. I'm still going to call it Guardian Con. I'm not... I can't even remember what the whole thing was called. called. I can't either. Guardian Con to me. It's always going to be Guardian Con to me. It started out uh, meeting a lot of my Destiny community friends and stuff like that. So, And, and don't get me wrong. Like I've, I'm glad you know they can change the name whatever they want, but it's always going to be Guardian Con to me. Yeah, my shirt says Destiny Con. So that's <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get for life. <laughs> yeah. You know, As brought up a really good question. He said, Who is Queen's favorite mod? I do have mm-hmm. a favorite mod. So, I mean, I would say probably my favorite mod is probably Bazinga. That's what I'm thinking. They're all in mod chat right now, so I'll let them fight for a little while. I <laughs> know, <laughs> there's about to be a mod fight. <laughs> they know I love them all. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know why I even asked that question. They're trolling me. They're trying to troll me right now. I know they are. And the reason I say Bazinga is because they won't yell at her because she's like the nicest person ever. <laughs> so they can't be mean to bazinga so that's like a safe that's like a safe word bazinga mm-hmm. <laughs> i can say her or luna because like they won't they won't be mean to luna or bazinga <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man good stuff gonna get some 1v1s happening in the chat <laughs> <laughs> So Red Queen, what's what's next for you? Where do you see yourself in the next twelve months? Here on Twitch, continuing to uh, spread the the love and honestly just playing and enjoying it. The only I now I see the next twelve months. I would hope I would hope to see the community grow. I would hope to see it grow. I'd hope to get it positive. They're all coming in the chat right now. I'd hope I'd hope to see it um it grow and flourish. And I'd I'd hope to see the stream team grow bigger uh and just, you know, 
be very, very good. But uh, in 12 months, if I'm still in the same spot, I'm still going to be happy because I'm going to have friends to play with and I'm still going to have uh, lots of fun. So I think I think either way, um, everyone always wants to grow and, you know, um, have a, a, a big community. But I'm also happy with where I'm at. Well said. Yeah, and you have a really awesome community that you've already built and established. So, you know, if you keep doing what you're doing, your community can only grow because they can tell that you're a passionate person. You love destiny and you work really hard to spread a positive vibe in our community. So um, that's definitely an ad admirable thing. I have my moments. I can tell you that. Like nobody's perfect. I have, I get grouchy. I have bad days. I um, I can sometimes snap at my friends and not mean to, and I have to apologize. Uh, because sometimes I'll I'll take someone the wrong way or something. But I think that's we're all human, and we have those moments. Yeah, mm -hmm. but my community is so quick to forgive me if I have a if I have a bad moment or if I have a bad moment with my mods like they they lift me up they don't tear me down and say queen you shouldn't have done this they don't make me feel bad for it they're just like hey stop being a brat and uh pull up your big girl underwear and get back on the horse and keep going so i mean i have my moments i'm not perfect and i'm sure if you ask my husband these same questions he'd probably tell you that he sleeps on the couch a lot which is not true but i sleep on the couch a lot but yeah <laughs> i'm i'm human so like I like to think that I'm positive all the time, but that's not true. Sometimes I have my negative moments, but I try to catch myself when I do have them. I try to reel myself back in. Um, and like I said, I'm not perfect. I have made mistakes. I have done things that I shouldn't have done. I've said things that I shouldn't have said. I've hurt friends in the process, but on the, at the end of the day, I've learned from those mistakes, and I feel like that's why I know how I want my community to be. And I know in the, the view of the community that I want and I know in the direction that I want to go and through making all of those mistakes, I've learned. I've learned some very valuable lesson, lessons through those mistakes. Yeah, uh, and, you know, we're always evolving as human beings. We're always learning. Learning is not something that you do for a certain part of your life. Learning is a constant thing. and You're always evolving and changing. And as long as you learn from the negative experiences in your life and allow them to make you a better, stronger person, that's ultimately all you can ask for. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, because sleeping's not, it's not easy. Like, it's not easy every day to, you know, come on, because some days you're tired and some days, you know, things like that. But, you know, you, you have your community behind you and everything. They have your back and everything. And you're just able to, you know, just go and everything, you know, just make, you know, great memories, like you said, and everything. Yeah, it, it, you're telling, you are so telling the truth. I, I have, I share a lot about my daughter and my husband on my channel, but I don't share too much because there's a lot of, um, really, you know, like intimate information or you know, like in information that I don't want out there on on the you know, on the internet, but I'm, I'm a very private person when it comes to, especially my daughter, 
I I will share things about Skittles on stream, but when it comes to things that are really private in our lives, I'm pretty private about it. And there's some days where things go on at home or if I'm having a bad day, I'll get on stream and I'll be like, oh God, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not feeling like doing it. But then the moment that I click that start button, everyone shows up and they flood my channel and they, uh, they lift you up. Yeah, they lift me up and they change my complete mood as to what I started in. Um, mm -hmm. No matter what you're going through, no matter how bad your day was, how bad your morning was. And at, I think that is the biggest win whenever you have a community that from the moment that you hit your start button, they show up in your stream and they show you so much love. You see hearts and you, how is your day queen? And how is your night? And how are you doing? And, it's a really mm -hmm. good feeling to um to have people ask you that and to make you feel better, you know. And that's what they do for me. I don't think they realize how special and how amazing they are in my eyes. That's that's awesome. And yeah, I I, I share a lot of those same thoughts. And Feeling same. Yep. And we have another question from Sparrowhawk or Sparhawk. Sorry about that. Is there any change you would like to see in game to facilitate growing the community? Yes. And it's coming. <laughs> That's all I can say. Indian. <laughs> I mean, new light's going to help, too. Yeah, new light's going to be amazing. Boy, they're going to bring so many new people to the game. You, do you know how hard it is to, like, to know things sometimes, and you, you know that you can't say it, and you just really want to just smile at people and just be like, just wait. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, it's coming. That's all I can say. And you know what? It sounds like we have just two months. That's it. Yeah. In two months, we'll be playing the new content with Shadowkeep. And I think it's going to be a really big expansion for the game and for the franchise. Because it's going to be the first release that Bungie creates on their own without a publisher, without a third-party studio helping them. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a very pivotal point for the game. And I see this expansion as <clears throat> something as substantial as the Taken King was for Destiny 1 or what Forsaken was for the Destiny 2 vanilla experience. Yeah, I think it's going to completely change the game. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to bring so many things that we've been wanting for so long. Oh, yeah, 100%. As, as players. Yep, 100%. And I'm super excited to learn about what a MMO-styled Destiny could look like. That's a very exciting prospect for me because I love MMOs and I also love shooters. And Destiny kind of brings that world and those, those niches together uh -huh. in a really cool way. And I'm really excited to see how that changes this fall. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's. It, I think it's. I think 
I'm interested to see the difference of of how things are going to be in the next um in the next year. You know, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see what all they have to offer. Definitely. And I guess this is a great segue for us to talk about the future of Destiny and some new Shadowkeep news that you may or may not have heard of. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is being delayed for two weeks, and it will now be coming out on October 1st. And before we dive into that, I do want to remind everyone that you can find the Destiny Show podcast on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Podbean, and more. You can also find us on the web at www.destinyshow.com. And we are now part of the Robots Radio Network. You can check out some really great shows like the Fallout Lorecast and the uh, weekly roundtable that takes place every Sunday night at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can check them out at robotsradio.net. And also make sure to leave us a review on your favorite uh, platform where you listen to the show. We're going to be taking your reviews and we're going to be giving you shout outs on the show and reading them for our listeners to check out so make sure to do that and let's talk about some things before we dive into shadow keep because as you mentioned you had attended the bungee summit that took place not too long ago Mm -hmm. and without breaking any nda or saying anything that you cannot say i do want to talk about the experience as a destiny fan to go to something like that and to just get an idea of what the experience overall is like to attend such a thing and red queen what did you do when you first found out that you were going to attend how did that all happen so I was sick and I had gotten a message from Cosmo and he was like, hey, uh, do you want to come over, come to see Bungie for the summit? And I I jumped up, ran in there and the stream room was second and I was like, oh, look at this. And I was like, but I'm sick. Oh, and he goes, are you crying? You should be excited. And uh, after that, the excitement just went from there because we were literally a week and a half away from going to Guardian Con. So we got to Guardian Con. Of course, Guardian Con was amazing. I had butterflies in my stomach. And then we flew across in the moment that we stepped off onto in Seattle. I was just nervous. I was all nerves. Um, but they welcomed us. They were so accommodating. They were really good to us. They made it such a beautiful experience. Uh, so easy to talk to them. Um, the studio was amazing. It was beautiful. Uh, just like I thought it would be. Um, and uh, I feel like they really wanted to hear our feedback on things and um that they like i said i think i think they want the game to be amazing and i think they put a lot of hard work hard work into it and by the way that they welcomed us and they just made a dream come true it was a dream come true 100 percent to be able to go there and see everything and meet meet everyone and meet people that i never thought i would meet before it was just it was a a blessing I felt like I was walking around in a dream all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this really happening? <laughs> so yeah, it was it was exciting. 
very exciting. It sounds like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And what's the experience like to get to attend Bungie, who made such a big impact on your life through Destiny and getting a chance to shake the hands of the developers that make the game that impacts your life so much. What's what's the experience like? Like what went through your head when you awesome. were there? Awesome. Oh my gosh. They to me like to me, I was most nervous to meet Deej. And just because, you know, Deej is he's he's Deej, you know. Um he was so nice. Uh Cosmo was amazing. Damage was amazing. They, like, they were all they were all amazing. Um, my hands were sweaty when I shook their hands, so I'm sorry if uh, I got sweat on you guys. I apologize, Bungie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, I think what it did is it gave me a better outlook of who they are as people. You know, they work really hard. They take their job seriously. But on top of that, they, they're goofy and funny and uh, joke around and have fun just like we do, you know. Um, so yeah. it, it just gave me a different opinion when I got there and I got to see all that and I was like, Oh my God, they're amazing. You yeah. Know. They've always had that mentality. Even when Jason Jones, like mm-hmm. co-founded the company originally back mm-hmm. in 1992 or 91 and just, it's just a bunch of jokesters and everything, you know, it's just like to have fun and they like to like build PC games and things like that, you know, it's, and they just, they, they like to build awesome environments and have a lot of fun doing it. Right. Make fun of each other. <laughs> oh, yes. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and Bungie has a very unique culture and a very unique way of how they present themselves and how they do their marketing and how they build their games. There's something different about a Bungie game from other games that you would play. And I, I think they do so many things so well, from the music to the art direction, to the gunplay mechanics, to the the awesome loot that we get in the game. I don't think there's any other game where I was so attached to the weapons that I earn as I have been with Destiny. So there's there's some something special about Destiny. This magic formula that works so perfectly that's true 100 percent, i agree now red queen was there any specific person at bungie who had a greatest the greatest impact on your experience during the bungie event no comment no comment <laughs> she pleads the fifth <laughs> No way I'm not answering that question. <laughs> no. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> they were all amazing. Every single one of them. Everybody that I talked to, I could not ask for a nicer, but not only that, just like down-to-earth, sense-of-humor person to talk to. Like they, It was like sitting across from your friend and you're giggling and laughing and having a good time. That's how it was with all of them. Uh, and it was just easy. It was such an easy conversation to have. It literally sounded like you were in a party chat playing a game with your friends and you're like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And you know what I mean? It's just, it was great. It was a great feeling. But uh, I mean, I, I love them all. 
I absolutely love them all. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when you first announced that you were going to be going to the Bungie Summit, and I was so excited for you hanging out in your Twitch stream at that time. And uh, it was really cool to see a well-deserving content creator get that opportunity to experience how the game is built and to help shape the future of the franchise. And that's pretty awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. I honestly, I had no idea uh, why they asked me to come. I, I was floored. I mean, I've been playing the game for a long time and I hope, I hope that I was able to um, represent my community well, but not only just my community, but all of the destiny community. So I hope I did a great job. Uh, and it's totally an honor to get to go. Seems like a good environment they have there too. Oh yes, oh yes. Like no, they, they, they are just—they flow very well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell, like the last Vidoc that they had and everything. You know, it's just everybody like has like a vision now. You know, everybody is like on the same page. Like, and there's nothing that's you know. That, yes, there's going to be obstacles and things along the way, but they're all like they all have the same vision now. Yeah. Yep, they're on the same page, definitely. So, how's Seattle, Washington? How oh, it's how's the how's the place? If I could live there, I would. It is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Do you have any favorite places that you recommend visiting? Hmm. I wish I could remember the name of the place that where they had pretzels with caramel. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> it's that literally awesome. right down from Bungie. Oh my god, it was so good. I was like, pretzel with caramel? And then I saw it and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. <laughs> so yeah, but I can't remember the name. I wish I could remember it. But yeah, like, I mean, anywhere in Seattle. Seattle's gorgeous. It's beautiful. You don't mind the rain, too. It's, you know. Yeah, I think it sprinkled like one day while we were there. So it really wasn't that bad. It was just the weather, the temperature was super nice. Mm. Super does nice. It, does it rain a lot? In uh, Seattle? He, said, he said that it was more active now, or it was, it's been really drizzling a lot the summer. He said usually during the summer, not really. Yeah, um, it seems like a lot in the fall and, you know, other months, but other than summer. Like summer, they have summers like we do here. It's warm, you know, right. and everything. But then in the fall, it, I mean, the, you know, winter, they, lots of lots of precipitation, probably. Right, right. Is is there anything about the fall expansion that Bungie wants us to know before the content is out? Is there anything that they want to stress upon the community as far as what the game will? become and evolve into i think just keep an eye on the vibes <laughs> keep an eye out on the videos that's all i can say i can't say anything else <laughs> yeah, it's gonna think, be yeah it's gonna be right yeah i it's think gonna luke said they're gonna do a state of the game and everything uh very soon that's gonna be very long and nerdy i believe yeah. is where it's just for. be looking that's all i can say just be looking 
Yeah. We're going to pay very close attention because we know that Bungie can be pretty subtle about their messages. So we'll definitely be on the lookout. And it's so exciting. We're going to get to go in back on the moon. And we have the name of the new raid that's coming out. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's, it's such an exciting time to be a Destiny fan because to think that we were expecting a little bite-sized annual pass this fall and for us to get something much more substantial and for Bungie to have such a solid plan for where the game is going in the next year it's it's very heartwarming because you know there there was a time when you just didn't know how the Bungie Activision split would go and there was a lot of uncertainty. And I think now more than ever, we have a greater assurance that Destiny is going to thrive going into the fall between the changes that we can expect in the Crucible, between all of the PvE changes that are coming and all the new content that we'll get a chance to play. And bringing back Eris Morn, that's a pretty substantial thing, in my opinion. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Azrael has another question. Uh, okay. Most underuse exotic weapon and armor through D1 and D2. Most underused. Like not used? Aren't yeah, they underused. All? Yep, underused. I'd say Mechaneer trick sleeves for um, uh, you know D2 that gauntlet because it's trash. <laughs> That's definitely underused. Mm. It's not good. <laughs> I think I think I think honestly playing this pass, I don't see a lot of people using the risk runner, and I think the risk runner surprised me. To be honest, I like the risk runner. That's yep. I think the risk, risk runner surprised me. And in D one, a lot of people didn't use the purifier robes. I did. I used them religiously. And they are oh, I, I did in the beginning a lot. I yeah. did when they came out. Yeah, but then I, think... I would just get sniped out of my super like half the time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, I'm back, and I blinded somebody, but then I got sniped. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to use the Mita multi-tool, like, almost exclusively when I was playing PvP uh-huh. back in the day. And nobody else would use it, but I just loved using it's Scout Rifle. People are making use that I hope so. Again. I hope so, because Scout Rifles could definitely use some love. Uh, it, they haven't really been part of the meta for the longest time so i think that making scout rifles more viable i think that would be really cool i really want to bust out my nameless midnight and play with that a little bit more i got one pocket infinity because they never brought the gun back yeah yeah i want pocket infinity again (laughs) i hear it's coming back in the fall i think i i would like to i love that i mean that definitely makes sense with the vex and everything you know so um, yeah. I, I would love that to come back because that was a fun gun. When that thing would just blast, blast, it was just like blast about ten times, like, <laughs> and just completely vaporize somebody, oh, yeah. vaporize two people. It was really fun in PvP. And now, final question for Red Queen mm-hmm. about the Bungie Summit experience. How would you say that uh-huh. Bungie as a company has changed and evolved since Destiny 1 first came out? I think I think they are definitely 
um, they've definitely grown. I can tell you that. But I also think uh, that they're trying to, let's see, I'm trying to choose my words. I think they've grown a lot. I think they, they've learned a lot from the growth that they've had. Um, I think they've, they've said, okay, we made a couple of mistakes along the way, but now we're starting to really see what you guys want. We're going to try to give it to you. So I think, honestly, I think they've grown. I think they've grown both in size, but also um, from when they first started Destiny 1. And I think now they're really starting to get in tune with the community and they're really starting to listen. Yeah, I would agree with that because I yeah. think that yeah. started in Forsaken and it's yeah. just, you know, it's gotten better as it's gone. And if you think about it, they're also much quicker to respond to player feedback and to make the changes to the game that we want. I think that when the game first came out, I think seeing a roadmap would be something that's confidential that you probably shouldn't have access to. And mm -hmm. today, Bungie gives us updated roadmaps pretty regularly updating us on their thought process behind the changes they're making and they're not being anti-consumer with the decisions they're making for example with cross play or i'm sorry cross save uh -huh. that's one thing that aligns people together or they're stand on no longer supporting exclusivity I think the that's PlayStation very, exclusives is yeah, huge. yeah that's really comforting to know as a pc player that they're not going to create a partnership that's going to hurt the consumer unless you're on a specific platform that you have to play on and it's it's creating a more open destiny and i think that's that's nothing but good for the entire community yeah I agree with you, 100%. I like what Van Garbondo says. He said, Bungie has found courage. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And today, we learned about some new things happening in Destiny. Shadowkeep officially got delayed until October 1st. That's a two-week delay. And we got a personal message from Mark Noseworthy and Luke Smith and... I'll quickly read the passage out that uh, Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy posted on the Bungie website, and they said the following. Hey, everyone. As we get closer and closer to serving up Shadowkeep and New Light, it has become increasingly clear to us that our releases for this fall would benefit from a bit more time in the oven. Being independent means that the future of Destiny 2 is entirely on our team. It also means that we're agile enough to choose to do what's best for the game and our players, even if it's a hard choice. We want to let you, our community, know first that we're changing the date for Shadowkeep and New Light from September 17th to October 1st. This fall is the first step on a journey for what our team wants Destiny 2 to become, a place for you and your friends to play anytime, anywhere, owning the action, MMO, and RPG elements that we love about the game, and crushing barriers to entry for friends. We just need a bit more 
extra time to take the first step. We didn't make this decision lightly. We know for some of you, us too, Destiny releases are events where you take time off of work or develop a sudden sickness that keeps you from school or work. We get it. A bunch of our team takes some time off to go on their own Destiny jacket quest. We're sorry for screwing up your plans and we wanted to share this information as quick as we could. And that's the big news from Bungie today. The game is being delayed. Now, what do you guys think about this? Do you think that this delay is justified? Do you think that it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? What do you, how do you guys feel about this? I'm totally, I'm all for it. Do whatever you have to do to make the game exactly what we want. I am so, I'm on board. I am 100% on board. Yeah, they communicated it well. They were apologetic when they didn't really have to be or anything like that. But this shows compassion towards the community and everything to keep everybody in the loop. And, you know, it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with this because it's all, you know, make the game how you see fit, you know. And it's, you know, I think just taking that extra time is going to make it even that much better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I agree totally. I think that Bungie taking the time to make the game better, it only shows their responsibility with the franchise and them taking the steps to build a game that's better for every player. So I think if they need to take two weeks, whether it be two weeks or even two months, if that's what it took, I'm okay in understanding of that. Plus, if you think about it, we have so many other games that we can play this fall. Borderlands 3 is coming out uh, around the same time that Destiny was scheduled to come out. So now we get a little bit more time to enjoy some of the other games that are coming out in fall and to take a little break while Bungie polishes the game and makes it an even better experience for all of us. So I think this was a smart decision on their part. And I think it's all for building a better destiny. Right. I agree. It was all part of the plan. No, <laughs> Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Now, we did also get some more news from Bungie in this update. And they have some more how the world's first is the new I'm sorry, the world's first for the new raid garden of salvation so we have a name for it. Mm -hmm. it will begin on saturday october 5th it's a weekend raid race and contest mode will be active yet again how do yeah. you guys feel about this i'm telling totally you guys i love it being on a saturday yeah. that's so cool we've never had a saturday raid on a... and i'm totally yeah. okay with a contest mode I'm totally okay with that. We've never had a raid on a Saturday. So, like, this is going to be awesome. So many people are going to be able to play and everything. I mean, it's it, the Twitch, like, directory is going to be, it's going to explode and everything for this. And, hey, yeah. we have a name for the new raid. Garden yeah, know, right? of Salvation. So excited. Like, that's, that's such an awesome name for a raid. Yeah, just being in the Black Garden again, you know, been that familiar location from Destiny 1 and just to see how they've evolved that space and what they can do with it and everything, like what enemies are going to be there and what puzzles we're going to have to endure and solve and 
It's oh man, yeah, I'm super be, excited. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm so excited to play the new raid and to chase after that world's first title. For me, it's not really so much a world's first chase. It's more to get the raid jacket and to get the emblem. I want that jacket. That's right. the yeah. raid jacket I want. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Can't wait. 100%. And it's always this awesome experience to race to get your light level up to where you can play the new content and now everything is changing with the new armor system that's going to be introduced with a shadow keep where we don't know how the game will evolve and what requirements bungie will have on this new raid so nobody really knows how best to prepare for this we can only speculate and assume and try things out and hopefully it benefits us this fall when shadow keep comes out yep maybe i'm not i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just have to say i agree (laughs) (laughs) good answer good answer queen No, there's going to be lots of videos. People are going to make tons of videos once oh, yeah. once Shadow Keep comes out. They're you know the best way to level up and things like that. Because I fully believe leveling up is going to change the way we mm-hmm. level up. Something's going to change with that because you know the way we acquire armor and how how all the perks and you know the mods are going to change and how they're adding intellect, strength, and discipline back to the stats. We're bringing all the stats back as Bungie said right. before. Everything. So we're going to have all these awesome builds. We're going to be able to put together. And things like that to build our monster killing machine as they like to say oh yeah yeah and who wants to see faction rallies return because they haven't really gotten a lot of love in this year i want faction wars damn it i want it be like clan wars was in freaking call of duty give Mm -hmm. us faction wars that's what i want yeah now we do also know a few more things with this scheduled change of content release moments of triumph has been extended until september 17th 2019 you also will see an additional iron banner release on september 17th as well and that will be the final iron banner for the season we also know that cross save is coming later this month and it will be rolled out uh, before the new content comes so out. So they said later Shadow this Keep. month, like in August. Like they're saying it's coming in August. Yeah. That's According to cool. the post, yeah. I mean, I'm not itching to play on PS4 or anything like that, but you know, if somebody wants me to, like you know, like my brother, he starts to get into the game, or you know, any of our old friends, you know, as long as I can, hey take my character on there, so I don't have to regrind stuff. Hey. I'll be willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And Bungie also did promise that we will be getting more news next week in the weekly update that will be coming out next Thursday. So keep an eye out for that. We will be talking about it on the podcast as well. Yeah. So what does this delay mean for the Destiny community? Does it do you think that it's going to hurt the community in any way with the game not coming out on September 17th? I don't think so. I think people are just happy. Like, yeah. I think people are happy to be informed. I think people are happy to hear them talking to them, explaining to them. 
and given them an honest answer. And I think people are like, oh, yeah, you know what? You know what? If you have to delay it, take your time. Make sure the game is right when it comes out. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't I don't think people I mean, I haven't really seen a lot of negative about it at all. I saw one person say why everybody else is like fine with this. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, so I think the majority of yeah. the community is like behind this decision. They gave good reasons and everything. And, you know, it's just take the extra time, like you know, avoid crunch and all possible avoid crunch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to benefit the game overall. And, I also think it wasn't necessarily the smartest idea for Destiny to come out with an expansion around the same time that Borderlands comes out. And I know that some people will say that, oh, well, they're different games. But the reality of it is that for the players who don't have a disposable income where they can buy both, they're going to have to make a decision on what content they're going to buy. And for the diehard Borderlands fan that also plays Destiny, they may spend the money on Borderlands, but now that the game is coming out a few weeks later, I think it's going to make getting both games a manageable thing. And I, I do think Borderlands is going to be huge. And there's a reason why uh, Borderlands was present at GuardianCon, because that's a demographic that is similar enough to capture... Uh, the attention of both games. So I, I think that was a smart move from a business standpoint as well. Yeah. I think I think and, they're playing it by ear. I think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm excited about it. It's give us more time to play Borderlands. So um, I'm kind of okay with that. I can, yeah, which that'll that. keep uh, being in October and October is spooky and all that too. So that's oh, kind of yeah. cool. Oh yeah. That, 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 that checks out. Do you do you guys think that this release delay will affect like seasonal events like the Halloween event that comes out each year? Do do you think that will affect things with that? No. I don't know. Nah, nah, not really. Okay. I think that'll come out like, you know, with the third week or something, fourth week, right before Halloween. We get yeah festival. I'm I'm pretty sure festival will be there this year with Eris Morn back and everything. Uh, you know that that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> now, in terms of Shadowkeep, do you guys have any big wants in terms of the the missions and the quests? What would you want from Destiny this fall that we don't know about or that they did not talk about on in the summit only things that you just want from the next version of destiny uh (laughs) (laughs) everything i want they're gonna bring so (laughs) i can't say anything (laughs) I just I'm, want a I'm cool just, story and uh, like, yeah, yeah. A, cool story. Cool, I'll agree. Cool story. I want a cool story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun campaign. You know, uh, fun weapons. You know, some awesome weapons. New weapons. Returning weapons. Thing. Things like that. You know, uh, uh, that's what I, that's what I want. You know, I, I want the story to like. You know, I, I want it to evolve. I want it right. to like. You know, 
lead towards something, you know, like we're always, we're, we're going somewhere with this and everything. So, and I think it will. I think it will. Do you guys think that this new expansion will be as substantial and as significant as what Forsaken was to Destiny 2 and ta the Taken King was? I to think Destiny it'll be more. I think it'll be more. Just because we've never had this version of... This is like... They're bringing so many RPG elements to the game and things like that. You know, the way the armor is mm -hmm. going to evolve and you know, some other things that we don't know about that Queen knows probably, but we are not going to grill her on it. Um, it's just, we're going to be surprised, I think, and excited and delighted and, and all of the above. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to be surprised. And just the looks of everything. Oh my God, everything looks so amazing. Like the environments that they've, they've shown off in those teaser trailers and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Bungie has always been very good about creating an environment that's very appealing from a visual standpoint and the, and the music and the way that everything kind of comes together. I think in terms of storyline, I think they could have improved upon that. Although I think some of the lore that we got in Destiny 2 with the annual pass has been some of the coolest lore that we got in the game. And in terms of the story, I'm really curious to see how the story is pushed forward and to learn about some of the enemies that we'll be facing and how they all tie into the overall plot of Destiny. Yeah, and yeah. I want more maps for PvP. And just hopefully some, you know, more more modes and ways for us to select things, you know, without just being quick play competitive, you know, bring some more some of that special magic back to D two, yeah. you know, elimination things like that, you know, it would be great. Like I saw Widow's Court, I saw it. They it was in their Vidoc, so love to have that back. Yeah, and I, I think Crucible is going to get a lot of attention with this update, with the new expansion, and I'm I'm excited to see that happen because I think Crucible, I wouldn't say it's been neglected over the past year, but it definitely hasn't gotten the love that it deserves. So it's going to be interesting to see how they change the Crucible and mm -hmm. make it a more improved experience for all players because once you're done playing all of the end game content the crucible is the place that kind of keeps you playing keeps you chasing after whatever weapons and pinnacle items that you can acquire so right. i'm really interested to see how that all of us with the next expansion and even seeing if maybe trials or some form of trials might come back maybe not at the start of this season but maybe you know sometime during the season they just season announce, after hey, by the way trials is coming back and you have it before the, the next expansion comes out so that would be pretty cool to see oh yeah i'm sure it'll be cool I, i'm sure they'll be working on a lot of things over this next you know few seasons so i'm sure they have a lot of surprises yeah, because it seemed like a lot of the maps that they made for D2 were based on 4v4 and things like that, you know? So I, I think with them having a renewed emphasis on PvP and with 6s, you know, back 
like as you know a standard in the game you know i think some of the maps are going to see a lot of improvements and everything so yeah oh yeah yeah now are there any um ui changes that you guys want to see bungie improve upon um i would just like you know um I don't know. Just see a lot of the stats and things like that, which I which I know they're going to have, you know, from the screenshots that we've seen. Um, I I'm pretty good with the UI. I mean, I can find everything pretty easily. Oh wait, yeah, that that pursuit screen. Yeah, I'd like to see that improve. Um, I'm not sure if they would go back to the old system or you know because I mean it's just it's sometimes cumbersome, you know, when you're on that screen and things are always changing. They're not in the spot where you saw them last and things like that. So I'd like to see improvements on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And also, Destiny 2 is coming to Steam. So that's going to be a pretty big change. I'm excited about Steam. I'm excited about Steam. There's so (laughs) many people on Steam, too. I'm so ready for more friends. Yeah. There's like, I mean, when new light comes out, like, man, it's just, it's just going to explode yeah. with the people. Yeah. That's our problem it, now. I have too yeah. many friends and not enough spots. <laughs> and they then need they more just, spots. They get a taste of Destiny too, um, you know, the free version. And then, you know, that's what's going to draw them in to purchase Shadowkeep. Yeah. And you know, so. like, you know, the once they come in and they play the free content, they're going to be like, woo we're getting I like this the way ready. this feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, they're going to get like the whole game, like, is changing with the Armor 2.0, right? Like, I right. mean, it's so, I mean, they get a taste of that and everything. And it's just like, man, I want some of that other cool stuff. I want, you know, from the raids and things like that. that oh, yeah. You know, you get. I think so. they'll definitely purchase it. I mean, it's free, you know, you get to play it. Yeah. You get so. to go to those places and everything. You know, you're, you're going to be able to go there and do patrols and bounties, they said. And everything. So, you know, that's an awesome way to incentivize people. You know, they, if they want more, they want more of that. They want the end game. Then, you know, just pay a little bit extra. That, you know, it's worth it. Uh, Queen, are you getting the uh, collector's edition at all? Or have ordered the collector's edition? I am. I was trying to decide between us. Which one is, uh, let's see. I I think, well, I don't think I'm going to do the collector's edition. I was trying to decide between a collector's and the other one. The one step below it. <laughs> do you want the physical items? I mean, is that what? Uh, nah, the hubby got the, he got that one. He was like, oh, okay. I need it. That's cool. So at least you have one in the household. Then. That's cool. Yeah. So it seems like that trinket that you kind of get with it is going to reveal some secrets from the looks of it. Yeah. Although somebody was just posted on YouTube, though. So, yeah. Or, or Reddit. Somebody's going to find out. They always find out the secrets. You know how people are. Yeah. I think we have another question from Sparhawk. With the jump to Steam, do you think they should increase the clan sentence? I really wish they would. I wish they did increase it. But if not, I, I mean... I have one clan that one clan that's full. The next clan is uh, like over fifty, and I ha- so I have a feeling that I'll be cl- creating another one. I think it's gonna. I think I think the clan's gonna get pretty big. So, yeah, yeah. So it's only at like a hundred right now, right? <laughs> yeah, hundred for each for each one. 
So Sassy yeah. one is a hundred. Sassy two is like fifty something, and then I'll I'll create Sassy three. I think. <laughs> that's the claim. <laughs> that's <It's> funny. Sassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sassy one, two, and three. Yeah. So for anyone who is trying to pick up a collector's edition, by the way, note it is sold out uh, as of right now in the Bungie store. I actually tried to get a copy today and there was a big notification sign saying to type in your email address if you want to be notified when it comes back in stock. So um, as of right now, they cannot, you cannot purchase the collector's edition, but hopefully they come back in stock because I would like to get a collector's edition for Shadow Keep. Uh, the Moon is one of my favorite destinations in Destiny. Eris Morn is one of my favorite characters in the game. And with all of the changes that are coming this fall, I, I want to have the ultimate edition of this game. Yeah, I think a lot. I think uh, I think there's a lot of people that wants uh, wants that wants the collector. Yeah, because we yeah. kind of have them all right now. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> did you did you get the collector's edition for Destiny Two Red Queen? No, I'm gonna do the one below it. The hubby got the collector's edition. I did not. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's like a traditional thing for you guys. Yeah, I take his stuff okay. anyways. <laughs> what's his is yours too <laughs> so guardians i think this is a good segue to talk about the this week at bungie or the twab and they informed us about the delay with the upcoming shadow keep expansion coming out on october 1st um they mentioned that they were taking the time to get things right. We talked about that. Shadowkeep and New Light will get delayed until October 1st. Do you guys think that it was necessary for them to delay both Shadowkeep and New Light? Like maybe if they would make New Light available on September 17th and then the next expansion comes out a couple weeks later? Would that make sense? I think they're doing it because it's something that they see that they need to do to be able to to make everything good yeah some of the implementations that they probably have in shadow keep are also going to be a new light and they figured like you know they kind of go hand in hand a little bit so that it probably made sense to delay them because like the armor 2.0 you know is going to be pretty much available for everybody you know that's going to be right i mean that's, oh, that's okay like that makes sense universal yep. change to the game to the system yeah. now do you, do you guys think that our old armor will convert to the 2.0 system or will it be left behind i think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna convert uh, i don't think because it's not like for our first set you know if we get the the solstice set we have to go pick it up from banshee um when shadow keep starts so we don't even keep the one that we have we have to get the 2.0 set from banshee oh you're right yeah, I don't know. So, mm. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Based on what I've cool. seen, what I've read, and what I've heard. And everything, so. Yeah. 
And uh, Bungie also gave us some pretty cool wallpapers that uh, they made available to all Destiny players with their weekly update. And it looks like images from the upcoming Shadowkeep expansion. Look at some of those helmets. Like, wow. What, what is, is that like a, that's like a mask on a helmet for the hunter and everything. It's like a, like a sloth face. I don't even, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter would love it because she loves sloths. Like it's her favorite. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the Titan looks like it's got some like astronaut or almost like a, almost like a Halo helmet, like a recon uh, helmet from like Halo or something. I don't know. It looks like astronaut gear a little bit. Some of it, so <laughs> looks pretty cool. You know, I'm not saying a lot. I just have to be careful what I say because we were talking about so many things. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm just looking at yeah. this picture based on yeah. what I see. And yeah. So it sometimes it's, cool. it's better not to. Red Queen, we're gonna have you back on the show after Shadow Keep comes out. <laughs> So we can have a real discussion about your experience from <sighs> the uh, the trip to Bungie when when you are able to talk about it. Um, certainly wouldn't want you to break any kind of NDA or share anything that you're not supposed to. So totally understandable on that. Yeah. And uh, but we'll definitely do that after the game is out. So. Uh, Bungie also did confirm that we have a lot to explore and reveal between now and October 1st. The blog will be lively next week with some information on cross-save, PC migration, and everything else you'll need to know to kick ass this fall. Yes. Yay! So that's exciting. And yeah. now, do you guys think we're going to get like more, a lot more Vidox between now and when Shadowkeep comes out? And do you guys see us getting Twitch streams where they reveal any kind of details on what we can expect with the new systems? I don't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I think I we'll know. have Vidox, and I think we'll have like some trailers and things like that leading up to. Like, we're going to get a trailer, I think, at a, like a big like final trailer i feel like or like a live action one or something like that possibly because they like to do that um i don't think they did it last year with forsaken though. they didn't do a live action trailer but they did a live action trailer with um um Dagen king can't remember if they did one for rise of iron i don't know what they did but they definitely did one for taken king i remember that one i hope so i hope they do one i would love to see it i would watch it 100 percent. Yeah. yeah And we also know that uh, Solstice of Heroes is now live, and we can talk about. Uh huh. Um, we have a new destination that Bungie opened up called the European Aerial Zone, and we now have elemental buffs that are active in the game right now. Have you guys played much of the new uh, content with yeah. Solstice of Heroes? I like it. I like the area. A good time with it. I've only played it once. I've only jumped in there once because I just—it's been a busy week for me. But I like Same. the area. 
it's fun. Yeah, I like that so, you can jump on buildings. I like I like all of it. I like I think it's a great. I think it's very well put together. Yeah, it's okay, a so cool little space that they built. I I have not seen the European aerial zone. I haven't gotten a chance to play uh, since before reset. I've been also extremely busy. What is the European aerial zone, and how would you describe it? What makes it cool and unique and different for you? Call it a meditation, like mm -hmm. uh, basically. Um, I, like I said, I think I think that you can go anywhere. You're not limited on the map. You can jump on buildings. You can go in the buildings. You can go go on the outside, jump on the edges and stuff. Also, you have mini bosses to kill, and it's like the the race of being able to get it done to find the chests and stuff to find. You know, I think it's I think it's just I think it's awesome the way that it's put together. But I really like that you can go anywhere on the map. You don't have any limits. Hmm. Yeah, now, that's. Yeah. Do we know if the European aerial zone is a limited time activity, or will it be available in the game after Solstice of Heroes ends? I think it'll be limited that time. Part, I don't know. I, I think it'll be limited time, just like the uh, Vernon Forest and everything. Um, yeah. It just only makes sense. It makes sense that it would just happen during the Solstice and everything. Yeah, and we'll definitely have to play that this week. Uh, I'm very interested to check out the European Aerial Zone and the new Solstice of Heroes that's out this week. And also, we have some new things to chase after. We have new Legendary Armor sets that will convert to Armor 2.0 sets once Shadowkeep is out. And we also have some... Moments of Triumph to Chase. There's a new seal that's available in the game uh, for anyone who's interested in that. And also there is a new sparrow called Void Streak, which is available if you unlock and masterwork the uh, legendary Solstice armor on all three of your characters. Yep, it's a returning sparrow. That was in D1. I think it was one of the ones uh, during SRL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm excited for that Sparrow. <laughs> so, Red Queen, you're going to be chasing after the Sparrow? The purple one? The one that just came out with Solstice? Yeah. 100%. I'm chasing it. I want it. I love purple. Purple's my favorite color. Get that bread. Get that bread. Looks like we got an updated roadmap, too. Everything. Yeah, we did get an updated roadmap, and what was what was in it that stood out for you that was different from the previous roadmap? Wait. We're getting an update. Um, uh, I'll go ahead, Red Queen. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. You go first. Uh, I was just saying that it looks like there's going to be an update uh, on September 3rd, uh, update 2.5.2.2, and... They're going to extend the moments of triumph through September 17th. Mm -hmm. And there's. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds yeah. like a quality of life update uh, more than anything else. The moments of triumph will be extended until the 17th of September, which is the original release date for Shadowkeep. Uh, Gambit Prime and the Reckoning reports will be increased, and it's going to have bad luck protection where if you don't get the drop the first time you're more likely to get it the second and third time and so on and so forth oh good i'll finally be able to get my spare rations then that means. nice 
<laughs> I still don't have that weapon. <laughs> and here's another welcoming change. Uh, the Reckoning is getting easier. Based on player feedback, I think they found that the Reckoning was too challenging for the rewards yeah, that were offered, and they're making it an easier experience for people to complete and to entice people to actually play it. Yeah, it's yeah. you're either getting slammed or booped off the edge or something by, oh or, yeah, you know, or sniped by one of the guys out in the you know distance and everything. So yeah, I think it's good for people, you know, them to change it so people will engage with it more. Yeah, it makes it a more uh, reasonable activity to complete because sometimes you have to be conscious that you have X amount of time to play and if you have an activity that's going to take you two hours to complete versus 30 minutes and the rewards aren't necessarily worth it like kind of how what happened with Naomi Labs right like there's a huge part of the community that just haven't really touched Niobe Labs because of the time commitment that it takes and also the lack of the rewards, rewards you get a and ghost in that emblem enticements <laughs> yeah. to justify the chase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you do the Niobe Labs, uh, Red Queen? Are you talking about the all of like no, I tried it, but I didn't know what I was doing. It's some of the most um just strangest like you know abstract like puzzles like ever in a whole of destiny yeah. like i was so confused by it <laughs> yeah they, they definitely took a chance there and it may not have worked out like they intended but you know it's another thing for us to do and if you think about it yeah it's not that difficult for them to make the activity worth doing right they can very easily add in a returning exotic weapon or something to the game that will make the activity relevant and that's going to make other people want to chase after it because i think that if they put an exotic weapon behind naobi labs a lot more people would have been trying to complete it and the player base would be more open to getting it finished yeah, if you yeah. got Gallahorn for like completing that or something. Yeah, don't, don't, don't say that. That that's <laughs> wrong. Okay, that's <laughs> no. Don't lock Gallahorn behind that. <laughs> hey, I mean or, then or you know people would everybody would do it. <laughs> it's worse. It's not a guaranteed drop. You have like a two percent chance of getting it, but keep grinding, maybe you'll get it eventually. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, and we also know that uh, Braytech schematics will no longer have daily knockouts with, uh, and they also will have bad luck protection as well. So that's another welcoming change to make the grind just a little bit easier as we prepare for the upcoming expansion with Shadowkeep. Mm -hmm. Now, here's one that a lot of people will. The Mountaintop and Wendigo GL3 quests will become more accessible. In other words, they will become easier to do with probably either less steps or less requirements to the more tedious steps during those quest lines. Right. Which is, How do you I mean, guys feel about that one? It doesn't really matter to me. It gives more people access to grab them before the new stuff rolls out, so... 
I mean, I don't really have a feeling about that part. It's I think it's I think it's fun for me. And Shadow Price, how do you feel about these changes? <laughs> um what change was that again? It was about the Wendigo and Mountaintop becoming easier to acquire so you don't oh, have I feel to great, GG as I much. don't have Wendigo right now. I, <laughs> I have Mountaintop, but I don't have Wendigo. <laughs> so uh I'm all for that. Yeah, let's make it more accessible. Yeah. Okay, so here's my feeling on this. I'm kind of okay with it, but I think at the same time, Bungie needs to be careful with changing pinnacle weapons that are the most difficult things to obtain in the game because if they create a precedence where they can adjust it at the end of the season less people will feel enticed to chase after those weapons early on and it almost devalues the grind like for example with the changes they made to Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten, I think that those changes should have been made a lot more cautiously because of the level of commitment that it takes for players to achieve these weapons. So I, I do think that to create a more equal and level playing field, uh, it, it's it's a tougher thing with pinnacle weapons because they are like the the most challenging weapons to chase after, right? That require the most commitment in the game. So um, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the best move um, just because, you know, it's, it's about maintaining the difficulty of an activity for uh, all players and maintaining a consistency with the activity as well. Uh, but at the same time, I do think it's great that more players can have access to things like mountaintops. So when you're playing the Crown of Sorrow raid, some people, you know, who don't have it will now have the opportunity to acquire it as well. So I, I do see both sides of it. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of torn on it myself. I, I see it from both sides. Like, I see what you're saying, but just having, you know, some people don't have the time. Like, some, you know, some people can't play as much and everything. Um, so I see it, for, I see it for that, that point of view as well, you know, and if something's like super grindy and you got to get so many grenade, like you have to get so many grenade kills with mountaintop, like it, so many grenade launcher kills to get that weapon. So I, I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem with them changing some of the aspects of that. Cause I think that was a little excessive. Everything. When to go, I don't completely know. Cause I haven't, you know, gotten all the way through it. Right. I thought Mountaintop Leo, was a little excessive with the grenade kills. Right. Get. Well, I definitely have to say, you guys have definitely brought up like a lot of really good topics tonight. And I am so unbelievably thankful that you guys had me on the show tonight. You guys are absolutely amazing. I appreciate it. You guys have made wow. me squirm. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I... Yeah, and, and thank you for being on with us. Now, we do have a tradition on the show. Before uh -huh. we let you go, we actually rate the Bungie Weekly update in the form of spicy tuna rolls between one and five. Uh -huh. One being really bad and five being bomb spicy tuna rolls. And in traditional form, we will ask you to give your rating 
on this week's update. Uh, before we do, I do want to quickly mention Cosmo had a baby. Congratulations yes! and shout out to Cosmo. Cosmo for is amazing. Exciting. The little one is so cute too. Yeah, yeah, cute, cute baby. So we wish him nothing but the best as a dad of a second baby. And uh, we hope that uh, the baby is well. And we're really excited for you. Aww. Yeah. Little one. And, and the final PSA of the evening, the menagerie chest will become more rewarding as Callus feels like it. That's awesome. So... Yeah, it sounds like they're going to meet us halfway with that, so that's cool. Yeah, that's gonna that's that's awesome. Yeah, so that's uh that's a good thing. Maybe maybe they might create special events where you can farm it during a limited time period, or probably not, because they did take that away. And that but they means- did say as Callus feels like it, so you know it's gonna it's gonna be up to Callus. How do we know when Callus feels like it? Because he's a very interesting character. I have no idea. <laughs> we will have to wait and see. He is something else. Yep. He is. He's an interesting character, to say the least. Yee. So, Red Queen, how would you rate this week's Bungie Weekly update or this week at Bungie? Five spicy tuna rolls. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I mean, like, there was a lot of good stuff in here. You know, it's, uh, I can't even, like, I'm not even upset about the delay. Like I said, I, I think it's, like, awesome that they're taking the extra time. The fact that they were very, you know, transparent with us with what their plans are with Shadowkeep and where they're taking Destiny and the, Luke Smith saying that they're going to be having a state of the game here coming up very soon that's going to give us even more info and everything and you know just the, the dialogue the back you know the dialogue that the developers are having with all the players in the community right now it's awesome um i i echo queen it's five stars yeah five points five spicy tuna rolls sorry yep. five spicy tuna rolls five spicy tuna rolls okay so i am i'm going to be a little bit less generous than you guys, but I'm going to give it a four out of five spicy tuna rolls. Here's why. I think that it was nice for them to uh, come out and reveal that the game needs to be delayed. I think they did it early on enough where we can all plan around that change. And I think it's all for the better of the game. I almost wish that they gave us a little bit more information on what we can expect. Maybe a schedule for, you know, uh, Vidox and like what we can expect for the Patience, next month. Guardian. I know, I understand, but I think it would benefit us from having that information when they did say that the game is being delayed for us to have a more clearer roadmap for where we're going. I think Luke's going to talk about that in the state of the game. Yeah, I think so. I think it's coming. Now, here's what I really enjoyed about this weekly update. We got some really, really awesome wallpapers that I think are really awesome to like look under the microscope and to analyze and to like try to figure out what's coming next by trying to figure out what weapons the characters have equipped. 
Shadow Keep looks like it's going to be really amazing. So as a expansion, I'm very excited to play this while I have no problems with the delay. I think that this update was kind of like short and sweet. We got some well uh, asked for quality of life changes. I think what they're doing with the reckoning and with the uh, braid tech schematics, those were all positive changes. Um, and I think it was a good move to extend moments of triumph as well until uh, September 17th it gives us a little bit more time to chase after all of the cool things that we'll, we'll be getting with that. And uh, yeah, I think this was a pretty good update and Cosmo had a baby. So congrats again to Cosmo on that. Yeah. And it was a really good update this week. So I did enjoy it. And yeah. Guardians, I think uh, it's that time for us Yay. to wrap things up for the evening. I had a blast. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for Great hanging out. Here. And before we let you go, where can we learn more about you, Red Queen? Red Queen everywhere. Instagram, uh, on Twitter, and on Twitch. She streams almost on a daily basis. I think you stream like six days a week. Mm -hmm. I stream a lot. <laughs> yeah, I stream. I'm now going to be off on Wednesdays. So. Yee. And what hours do you normally stream when you... Uh, from 9 a.m. in the morning, uh, Mountain Time, which is like 11 Eastern Time, until whenever. Until whenever okay. I go. That's, that's awesome. And um, Shadow Price, where can we learn more about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ShadowPrice79 and on here at The Destiny Show, twitch.tv forward slash The Destiny Show. Yeah, and you can check out The Destiny Show podcast on all of your podcasting platforms. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and more. You can also find us on the web at www.destinyshow.com and you can check us out live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. And thank you so much, Guardians, for hanging out with us tonight. It's been an awesome uh, evening hanging out with Red Queen and learning more about what she does and getting a chance to talk about destiny and the future of the game that we love to play so guardians thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the destiny show podcast and we'll see you all next week bye guys bye
You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.